0: Oi, oi, Welcome to If You're Happy and You Know It. Um, i just got to clear up a little thing. Is on our second episode. It starts off, which is really our first episode, isn't it? Mm. Um, we did do a pilot episode, but we didn't put it out because it was too depressing. So our second episode is really our first episode. Have I covered it? Is that right? So,
1: the, so the, we recorded two episodes. We put the second one out and not the first. Yeah. But we
0: put the second
1: one out as number one. Second one went out as number one, which is why we say... Uh, welcome back. Even though it is the first episode, that's right, at the beginning of number one. But it's
0: not to say that the, the, the one we never put out, we're never ever going to use any of it. Oh, we might I use some of it. it. We might yeah, use, yeah. Well, I think we should listen through it. But it was just so depressing. because we, yeah. we didn't realise what we was going to do. We sort of just came in all burst into tears and didn't get <laughs> just written. went home again. Yeah. All right. So anyway, you get it. Just to, you what get, we to say. get a general idea.
1: <laughs> I just want to say we set this podcast up separately just to tell you that that's how dedicated we are oh well yeah this is a new podcast explaining our other podcasts yeah yeah. explain where we've gone wrong in other yeah. podcasts
0: <laughs> <laughs> actually we, we need to rent a room somewhere and do this properly get, you know get all the stuff in alright lovely thanks <laughs>
1: Hello everyone, we're back again. Uh if you're happy and you know me, Miles and my old mate Ricky. Yeah. You, I always say this at the beginning, every time. How you doing, mate? How you, yeah, yeah,
0: I'm I'm doing alright. You sound like you're drunk, are you alright? No, I'm fine, I'm high, high in life, mate. You are, yeah, you yeah. look really happy, <laughs> <Just> mate. <laughs> <laughs> you do. Well, I've, I've been all right. What
1: I've, you, you, you up the dosage of you? Uh, no, I've kept the dosage the same. I had a couple of ropey days, but on in the main, I've I've been pretty good. I've i yeah. felt really um, sort of levelled out. And oh, do you know what? I haven't. I remember you saying the other week. Sometimes some of the real big highs used to get a kind of not there, and I kind of feel the same. But I'm not getting those crushing lows either. So that yeah. that's got to be a good thing because oh, they're awful.
0: Well, do you know what I've done? I thought. I don't need this Prozac. I, I don't need it because it's blunted me. It's like, I, it don't feel like it's me. It, it, I feel like I'm not getting as low as I was... But I'm not getting as high as I was. Yeah, but that, that's exactly that's exactly it's sort what, of middle ground. But I don't know whether I'm comfortable with middle ground, and and I'm still I still am getting lows as well. So yeah. I'm thinking I don't know, I don't really you know if I'm going to suffer from this. I might as well do it hardcore. That's how I'm thinking. But then, so what I done is I just stopped. I had about five days. Of not having it at all Right Just cold turkey I just went cold turkey And funny enough It it was only a little while After Christmas And I thought You know If you're going to go cold turkey That's the time to go What new year? Yeah, Happy New Year! Happy New Year! But what happened? What New Year's resolution to screw myself up? What happened? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. But what happened? (laughs) For the first few days, I thought I don't need this. I'm good as gold. I'm
1: flying.
0: Then all of a sudden, I wasn't flying. But I thought I'm just starting to be myself again. Then all of a sudden, I just couldn't get out of bed. I just couldn't. I felt so completely lifeless, and I remember what. I had to drag myself to the doctors to get help because I remember the big symptom out of everything was just being so, so exhausted. Like I had some time, a terrible flu come on me, every part of my body aching. Yeah, and yeah. And I think it's a way your body wants to switch off. And I got back into that thing. And I'm going to be truthful, I was doing a little bit this morning, but trying to get lost in dreams. Yeah. So you ain't got to face the real world. Just trying to get lost in and, and a good dream. You know, like when you... Oh, you, yeah. It, but it's so horrible because you wake up with that little smile on your face where you're having a good dream. And, and you, you realise... And you're yeah. back to reality, and you, it's your phone going. I was like, <laughs> You just want it. Please leave me alone. I don't want to go and do a podcast.
1: I know, and that's that really awful, gut wrenching. You know that feeling, Sam. That we all know that in the pit of your stomach, and it's just like black toxic tar. And when you go to sleep, and you get lost in a dream, it sort of yeah. goes away, doesn't it? And you wake yeah. up again, and it all just comes back again. when you realise that. But- all the things that you're worrying about, and invariably, are never worth worrying about. But they they get on top of you, and you. you even
0: can't. this morning, I'm going to be honest. Even this morning, when I woke up, I thought, "Oh no," I thought, "I just, I can't face it." And you know, I mean, this is a bit of a therapy session for me coming here and doing this. So, you know, when when we've done it before, I've come away and I felt a little bit better because you unload a bit of your shit, if you like. But. You sent me that stuff, by the way, didn't you, to read? What was yeah. that
1: all about? So, so look, there's, there's an article in um, in The Guardian, really, really interesting. It was, uh, it's everything you think you know about depression wrong. So, you know, it's written by a guy called Johan Hari, um, who'd been on antidepressants for about 13 or 14 years. And felt that it had to be sort of like another way, and and did some research. It's a it's a massively interesting article.
0: Well, you say and that, but you know I'm right dyslexic, don't you? So yeah, yeah. yeah. It paid, yeah oh, the I, pay. I, I was really tired last night. And it seemed... I thought, this is never going to end. I was reading it and reading it. And what happens when you're dyslexic? It's all fault, like, oh, dyslexia is a you, I'll do. I'll do a no, series then, of le- pictures for you. Le- 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 <laughs> little drawings. You should have done it, little, like, <laughs> little, little... Little sketches. Little Egyptian... <laughs> yeah. hieroglyphics. <yeah>. Hieroglyphics. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> yeah. That's what I needed. Like a ball with a hat on. I just come home Looking and you draw middle. it all around my wall and I'm just trying to work it out. <laughs> but I, I just... You know, I, I, I read it. I, I read it and I was getting little bits of it. But to be honest with you, when you... You know, like I said, dyslexia is a funny thing. It affects people different way. But with me, I can read loads and loads of stuff, and I ain't got a clue what I've read. Yeah. But little bits that stuck out to me, what I found really interesting was that it said, you know, it was basically saying, what is depression? How do you you define it? You know, you can't, if someone comes to you and says, I've lost, you know, my partner died Mm -hmm. three days ago. I don't want to be here anymore. I'm really depressed. Mm. Is that the same as someone no who's been who, suffering from been suffering think... for years? But they still got them same symptoms, right? So this is that's called the,
1: it's called the grief exception. So they've yeah. been saying about that. Yeah, you know, part of being human. Now we, we said this a couple of weeks ago, didn't we? Saying you know, we all say, "I just want to be happy." Yeah, of course yeah. we all want to be happy, but the reality part of being human is that you'll be happy, you'll be sad, you'll be angry, you'll be low, you'll be frustrated, all those, you'll be jealous, you'll be envious, all those. are part being human all part of our emotions and so is grieving if you love someone or you at some point you'll be with love comes grief it's it's unavoidable whether it's your child your wife whatever a friend so i think grieving is not depression i think grieving is part of the human condition depression to me is something that is ongoing that is chronic and is happening despite everything around you seemingly being okay would you would you agree with that i would say there's a yeah, that's pretty accurate. It's not to say that the the that grief um, is any less of a
0: feeling no, than depression. Absolutely or not. You, but but there's,
1: a, there's a specific reason to
0: how why you're yeah, feeling but, like but you are. But yeah. I, I think you know grief can send you into depression. You probably can. And, and, yeah, yeah. And, you know it can send you in, into depression. I think the most grieving I've ever done is over my dogs. Is if I've lost, if, when I've lost a dog. For me, it's been a, It seems really a lot more sadder because it's like. There's no slippery moves in dogs. These unconditional love. I left the wheel. Have they <laughs> <laughs> arguing over the money? Arguing over the money. All the other, having... all, all the other dogs attacking yeah. each other. You have the lead. I'll have the boat. All right. You know, yeah, there's the a lot. There's a lot of you know. There's a lot of um, stuff around it. But what I found interesting is they were sort of trying to define what it is and what causes it. And you know, and we're all told the first thing we're told when we go to the Doctors, or you start reading about it, is that you know your serotonin levels are, are low, mm. and you're looking for something to boost your serotonin and all that, and and you wonder, is that really it? No, we'll see. This is this is this is the research saying that um, I know
1: is is, is depression actually caused by a lack of serotonin? Yeah. Um, And that's what, you know, we're all told that. And we're told that what SSRIs do, sorry, like a form of antidepressants is to lift or boost your serotonin levels, ergo, make you feel better. But all they were saying was that the research they did on these SSRIs was skewed. And they did it much like you would filter photos on your phone. So you take a dozen photos of yourself and pick one or two that look nice and use them. And they right. did the same with the research on the pills. They picked the ones the, out the groups of people who had the highest percentage feedback yeah. on the pills and used them as as the there's a document to that say that's why these pills work. So, But what they're saying is, is that as humans, we have physical needs like water, air, yeah. you know, uh, food, but we also have psychological needs as well. And those yeah. psychological needs are to feel valued, yeah. to feel loved, and to feel w- what we're doing is worthwhile. If we haven't yeah. got one of those two things – Sometimes we get depression. Yeah. And that's like loneliness. Loneliness is a horrendous thing, you know? Just Terrible. Awful. And that causes depression, you know? And it's but, like but or you, not feeling you, valued you, or feeling like what you're doing is worth something is, is horrible. It's you, really you know, horrible. You know,
0: and I know when you're suffering from depression, you can be sitting in a room with 30 people who are all sort of so called mates having a laugh. Yeah, yeah. But you're still really lonely. Yeah. Oh,
1: yeah. You're but still lonely really, in yourself. You're lonely
0: yeah. in yourself. So, you know, it's even it's even sort of working all them bits and pieces out, like uh, defining w- what is lonely and what is when you're when you're suffering from it. And everyone's everyone's de- it's de- surprising how many people have got it, and everyone's suffering it from somewhere. And people who are larger than life. Yeah. Really funny. You know, on the outside, you'd never think you'd suffer from it. In a million years, and especially in our game, there's loads. Actually, I, I would like to give a friend of mine a call, and she'll soon be a friend of yours as well, is Ninia Benjamin, mm-hmm. who is easily, and, I you know, I work on the, the comedy circuit here and there and, and do gigs and, along the way. She's easily one of the most naturally funny people out there, right? Right. And she... Definitely nowhere, no way has she achieved what she's capable of achieving. And she's one of us. She suffers from depression and we talk and we, you know, and and we end up normally pissing ourselves laughing. Yeah. You know, and she's been on things like uh, the Three Non Blondes, which won endless (laughs) awards. And she's like a super funny person. And behind closed, you know, when people see her on stage and they'd never believe in a million years... What she goes through, the but mental anguish she goes through, but no one ever does. No, nah. we could say it's it's the the hidden illness, isn't it? Yeah. You can't tell.
1: I can. You know, when I'm feeling absolutely wretched, I can put on a show. I'm sure you yeah, can. Yeah. You go on stage oh. when you're feeling like when I hang yourself and to the audience is like, "Look at him. He's, he's having the time of his
0: life up there." Look, I've gone on. I've drove to a gig crying, <laughs> crying. <laughs> A so fat geezer driving along in a motor crying what was someone with saying? the Is rain that going, going. It's bullish yeah, crying, crying, and I've, 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 I'm driving along ah. crying. And I've got up and I've said, Where I've been so poxed off, I thought I don't care. I've said to the audience, You know, I'm not crying anymore, I've got to go on stage. I've walked on, but I'm sort of by now, my crying sort of gone to sort of anger and sadness, and I've said. I want out. I don't even want to do this no more. <laughs> Great big roars of laughter. Every, every oh, here he goes. Look, look I love this routine about him not wanting to do it and not wanting to face people. And the worst thing is, you're driving to a venue feeling suicidal, and you're the entertainment. Yeah, <laughs> you're the
2: entertainment.
0: <laughs> And not just put me in stocks and throw things at me. Do you know what I mean? He'd probably yeah. make me feel better so that I can feel something. Anyway, I've asked Ninia to come on, on our podcast, and she's definitely up for doing it. But I've got a bit of stuff going on this afternoon. So I think we'll start with just having a little phone in with Ninia, and uh, I'm hoping she's I'm hoping she's in. She should be. I did say, but she might be too depressed to pick the phone up, you know. I can't even work these phones. You might have to help me here, Sam. Hold on, right. So we go bump like that, turn the flight mode off, and let's just ring it and see if it's working. I've gone all blue, Peter, and no. I. Here we go. You dialed an incorrect number. Oh, here we go. <laughs>
2: oh, I <laughs> can't. Oh, believe.
0: That's absolutely, Unbelievable. Absolutely hopeless. Sorry. So I did have I a number. Really he'll ring. In. He'll, he'll, in. No, he'll, he'll it's ring right. his mum in a minute.
1: He'll, he'll, he'll get about five or six people as you get
0: through. <laughs> I can't believe I'd done that. She's gonna have a go at me. I'm frightened. She's scary. Frightening. <laughs> You're right, love? You're right. I've, I've only got your own number wrong. I've had to ring you on this number. Is that all right? Oh, good, good. I'll keep still. <laughs> keep still. Don't move. So we're doing this podcast called "If You're Happy and You Know It," yes. and I just mentioned to you, but I never went right into what it's about. It's about depression. Okay. And so, and so, what it is? Obviously, you're one of. I, I suffer from it. We've got Miles here with me, M- Miles Chapman. Hello. And Sam's oh, and, and Sam's here with us. Sam's doing the sound and producing it for us and all of that. So so Nini, i just t- we're just sitting here talking about like what it's like when you suffer from depression and people don't realise. Yeah. And yes. so, so oh. God, oh, oh, sorry, hi Ninja. It's it's Miles here. How are you? All right.
2: Yeah, I can hear you, Reg
1: Good. How are you feeling today? You down or you up? <laughs> I'm down, but you know, nobody
2: doesn't know or believe that no. I'm
1: from depression. No, of course, course don't. We were just saying it's the hidden illness. You, 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 no way you can tell that someone's feeling terrible inside. So, just a bit of background. Is it something you've always suffered from, or is it something you had? You know, is a recent thing or
2: always,
1: always, even as a kid? Yeah. No, sorry,
2: sorry. Um, at the um, uh, from
0: teen, from late teens. Late teens, yeah and i'm just i was saying ninia you know you know how much how, how much i rate you and how good i think you are and i just say like people would never know someone with like your personality going on stage you know absolutely storming the place big uproars and they go ninia's hilarious she's funny she's this she's that and what you know and we can we can go home and just cry can't we it's easy <laughs> is like yeah yeah absolutely so it's this perception of a depressed person it's so true
2: and and also people choose not to believe that you have depression they choose because people don't understand depression
0: yeah it's so so, so true
2: so, um, so it's I don't talk about it. I don't tell anybody about it, right? This is the first time that I've spoken about it openly. So,
0: Ricky has outed me. Those people in the <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what, Ninia, you're right, I have. Because I didn't even tell you what this podcast was about. I just said, come on. It's a, <laughs> it's a food one. You're bringing everyone down. I'm cooking <laughs> eggs over here. <laughs> so, it's... Um,
2: the people
1: that need it being hidden from. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I get that. Certain people
0: that you just know how to hide that. Yeah, yeah, very and true. Can you swear on this thing? Are you not on the radio? Yeah, you can swear. Oh, well, why don't you tell me that?
2: Couldn't you? Couldn't you warn me? <laughs>
0: <laughs> you can swear if you want to swear. It depends. Yeah, Yeah,
2: cool. yeah. Uh, but it shows. It yeah. shows in my weight. Sure as hell it
0: shows. Well, so, it, oh, God, I was going to just say, you know, obviously it shows in my weight as well. It's one of it's one of the uh, addictions that it sort of it, we wear it on our sleeve, if you like. You know, the more down we are, sometimes the more we get into the food and stuff like that. But it's. Definitely, you know, I don't want to go big into the obesity thing, but definitely, you know, obesity is is people are eating because they're depressed, and because it's a way of it's a way of sedating our feelings, and it's a way, you know, and, and it gives us a little suit of armor. There's little, there's little positives, tiny positives that come with it as well. So. Yeah. Ninia, I was going to ask you, have you
1: have you ever been or are you on meds and have you ever had any counselling or chatted to anyone about it?
2: Yes, I have. Uh, no, I'm not. Yeah. Um, on meds. Yeah. Yes, I have been, but they make me feel more sick that I stop them.
0: Yeah,
1: well, that's very common. How long were you on them for?
2: Oh, maybe three weeks.
1: Oh, well, that's, yeah. So, look, we, Ricky and I had a very similar experience. I started on citalopram in the summer. <laughs> And the first two or three weeks, it's the Oh, I can't even describe how bad I felt. I just wanted out. It was horrendous. I couldn't get out of bed. Yeah. And I couldn't believe that, you know, you take a pill to make you feel better and it makes you feel worse before you start feeling better. I felt... Exactly. And I nearly, nearly, nearly gave up. But I ploughed on and I do feel better for it. But, yeah, it, I totally get that. It's horrendous.
0: Totally horrendous. So what I'm doing, I'm taking Prozac at the moment, <coughs> Ninia. Yeah. And um, I really, really battled for a long time not to take anything because I really don't like putting anything in my body that that's not natural, you know. So I'm into the natural, <laughs> the natural thing. Even though I look like I drink drink about 28 pints of Guinness a day, I'm, I, th- I do like, you know, I have a lot of spinach. Let's put it yeah. that way. Uh, um, <laughs> I, I, so I've been taking this Prozac. And it's been make it's really sort of deadened me, and I'm not sure who I am, or I'm not sure, you know, at the way it's making me feel and all of that. And I'm trying to come off it. I want, I want to be off it, you know, sort of. So I suppose between me and Miles, Miles is sort of for it because he's getting a good reaction and it's really helping him. And for me, I'm really not sure, and I'm thinking I'm gonna come off it. But I'm sort of even got that battle in my head. You know, like you know what it's like with this depression. We battle everything that goes through our mind, don't we?
2: Yeah, we do. But also, there's, it's a thing with not one size fits all. So it might just be that that particular one, that particular compound is not for you.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Because there's, there's quite, there's four, there's a That's few on the market different. so Sam right. here Sam is on uh, sertraline which is another so between the three of us are all on three different antidepressants I'm on citalopram uh, Ricky's on Prozac and Sam's on sertraline so they're all and different I'm,
2: and I'm on crisps
1: <laughs> <laughs> what flavour Sort of
2: vinegar
1: oh yes. Yes. no it's the arragon oh, cheese no. and onion are they walkers <laughs> no the
2: walkers are rubbish compared to little's old brand <laughs> not <laughs> <laughs> because is good, because it's walkers. But when you know food, like I know food, you know that the crisp that is doing it at the disco at the moment is salt and vinegar, and it's and I'm looking, I'm looking at the <laughs> stuff at and the bags
0: are all over the... Do you know, do you know what I've done in last night? I've done two... They're on offer at Tesco's at the moment. Two of the big bags. I, I can't remember... They're 99 pence a bag instead of two quid. The, the, the posh Chris, what are they call? Oh, kettle chips. Kettle, Ke- kettle chips. i have done the i done the yellow bag, which was the cheese and onion. <laughs> right, well, look, back, I, don't, I don't, listen, we're away from Prozac now. We're talking we're talking me and Ninia's language now. And then i and then I've done the uh, I think it was sea salt and black pepper. I was, I was unbelievable. You're disgust, i have done the two big bags. And the wind last night was incredible. <laughs> Wait, so, so tell me what's... You know, I was talking earlier on, Nini, and I bet you've done this before. I've said I've drove to gigs crying. Yes. Yeah. Drove there crying. I've got up on stage... Really poxed off. I've told them I'm really poxed off. The audience is big laughs and you get through your gig, you know, or possibly it and you come off and everyone's patting you on the back and then I can drive home crying and no one knows. When I'm c- talking about crying, it, you know, I may not be sobbing, but I'm driving along, tears coming down your cheeks, not wanting a beer, that terrible feeling. People, unless you suffer from it, people will not know. And it's not about wallowing in self-pity. No one would choose to feel that shit. Yep. So where,
2: exactly.
0: Where do you think that comes from with us? Where, what's your thing on it?
2: Um, I personally think that it's, um, for me personally, I think it's, it's a, a dissatisfaction in in this hidden something that you can't name. And you try everything to fill that dissatisfaction. You try everything and then you turn it in on yourself. So after you've done whatever, you know, drugs, been out there, partied, exercised, if it's not, unless you find that thing that will fill that hole, it's something that you suffer from. What it is, is for the whoever to find what it is is that 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 makes this
0: whole i know i'm not making sense but there's this not nini i'll tell you something i don't know if it's just me but you're making more sense than anything I've heard recently. And and even something that Miles sent to me last night that went on for fucking ever. It was pages and pages of this <laughs> shit, right? <laughs> you're making more sense than that. I understand exactly what you're saying. There's, there's a hole we're trying to fill. That's why we try and fill it with food well, sometimes, you, an you, emotional hole. So I've just this
1: article I said I don't know if you read it, Nini, it was in The Guardian, and it was all about uh, this guy called Joanne Hari has, has looked at... Um, is everything we know about depression wrong? So he was sort of like picking apart pills. He was picking apart why people get depressed and where, where it comes from. It's a really interesting article. But he he was basically just saying that depression comes from, that as, as humans, we all have physical needs, so like water, food, air, all that sort of thing. But we also have psychological needs as well. If those needs aren't met, we struggle. So they are feeling loved, feeling valued, and feeling like that what we're doing is worthwhile. And if 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 one of those or a part of one of those is missing, that's when we start struggling. And I know exactly what you're saying about turning in on yourself and yeah. almost beating yourself up over something. You know, blaming yeah. yourself and oh, it's it's just awful. I know I know exactly how how you feel. I know it, and it's and do do you get points of remission? So do you get like a couple of days or a week? You think, God, I feel great, and this is it. It's, it's pissed off, and then a week later, bang, it's back on you again and that's the worst because it gives you that it gives you a bit of hope doesn't it and then it, it comes back again uh,
2: and it, it it comes back twofold
0: yeah yeah
2: it comes back twofold yeah I agree and then Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: You,
2: you know, got what? That double battle. You got that double battle, knowing that you've
1: got something, and then going, "Well, I'm not worth having that something anyway." No. Well, I'm not worth having it. Yeah. So true. That. Oh, it's so true, and I—I I suspect you have as well. I don't want to speak for either of you, and for Sam, but there's times where I felt really bad, and there's a little bit of me that thinks I deserve to feel like this. I don't deserve to feel any better than this. Yeah. Always, yeah. oh, yeah. and that is. We're so horrible to ourselves sometimes, aren't we? We are. Like I've often said yeah. if I treated my friends like I treat myself, I wouldn't have any friends. Just horrendous, you know. Well,
0: nin- I Ninny, nin- I'm going <laughs> to... <laughs> I'm not surprised. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm fed
1: up with you already. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, do you know what Ricky's saying about getting you in on the show? I'm not sure I want to meet you in person. <laughs>
2: you
0: brought me down.
2: I She will.
0: She gives us a good idea. I mean, I
2: can solve
0: other people's.
1: Yeah. I just can't solve my own. I know. I do that. I give. I give all this advice to people. I go, thanks very much. And I go I think, why don't? Why don't I follow that advice myself? <laughs> I never do. Exactly.
0: <laughs> what I was going to say to you, I'm really sorry. I didn't mean to put it on you without even going into explaining it. I wasn't trying to out you, Niniya. And you know, I love you. I love it to pieces. We're working together. I think in a That's couple of days. That's not what you said, Foshie. No, I did. <laughs> All right, yeah, I will take you home. That's 100%. I'll take you home. We'll have a little cuddle and a cry together, yeah? Ninia, <laughs> you're li- going well, to come in, Come on the podcast one week with us, if you would, because we yeah, want to well. get you here in person, have a laugh with us and have a chat about it. It'd be great. Uh, Ninia, listen, I love you lots, and I'll see you in a couple of days. Do that gig with you. Friday,
2: darling. All right, then. Three
0: days. All right, three days. Ninia, lovely to speak to you. And you,
2: sweetheart, I- the... Sam,
0: yeah, <laughs> blessings. He's house. sitting on me lap with no clothes on. <laughs> <laughs> we got, we got him. Yeah, oh yeah, and I, and I'll tell you what, you wait till you see Sam, you'll be all over
1: him. So we got, we got, we got him wrapped up in cling film with a malt loaf in his mouth. He's loving it. <laughs> Listen, lovely to speak to you
0: see you later. Take Take care. lots of love see you later bye. Bye. Bye-bye. 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 Bye. Bye. bye bye do you know what I tell you what that's that is Nina speaking from the heart without you know trying to well, she don't have to try and be funny. When she just talks, she's just got. A, she's got an infectious laugh. She's just one of these naturally funny people. Like I said, I keep saying it because she is, and I feel like she should be all over the TV and all that because she's people are screaming for someone yeah, yeah. Who, who's who's like that, you know. And, and and as you know, a lot of people end up on telly because you know that they, they tick the boxes of what
1: they're. Looking yeah, yeah, yeah. At.
0: And you know, I'm not talking about. PMPC or any of that, it's not about any of that it's just about you're reliant on each channel someone at the head of that channel liking you or being viewer friendly you know, or and, whatever and yeah. I'm lucky, I'm working yeah. at the moment so it doesn't doesn't come from a bitter place, it just comes from a place where you just think oh, they deserve to be on, they should be on and it's not yeah. about oh they don't and they don't it's just that there's lots of people like Ninia who should be given the chance because she's just, just infectiously funny um, and uh, it's that, you know, and I, I feel, I feel sort of honoured
1: that she's, you know, come onto this show and, and sort of opened up about how she's been struggling. Well,
0: I'm in trouble. Year, I yeah. think on Friday I'm going to get a good hiding because I've just outed her. But I knew she would be all right with me. Yeah. I, and I forgot to go into even. I said, would you come on the podcast? I never even went into what we talk about. Ah, uh, well, that, do you know what? Maybe that's a good thing. It, maybe was, it was because we, you would have thought about it, and it, you know, but. Been thrown at the deep end. She's just been, been, been thrown a right in. into it, and she just was so honest there, and so yeah. and it's so nice to hear people talk like that. Yeah, and I uh,
1: so listeners, you know, if if you're out there, you're struggling. Um, Both you know, of y'all uh, yeah It's not it. our problem. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't got enough of my own problems. Telling me up. yours. Yeah, worrying about you. What, what, you you, you yeah. being fed up. Yeah. yeah. Get, get
0: a grip. Get a grip. Pull yourself together. Give yourself a slouch. Give <laughs> yourself a backbone. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love all them old sayings. Oh, yeah. Put you yourself You know what the problem with you? You want a good day's hard work. That's what you want. You've got too much time to sit there thinking about yourself. Give yourself a slush. Get out of there. Hard days work. Come back. But you know what? In some ways, some no. of them really aggravating sayings do make a difference. Like that, give yourself a slush. Sometimes if you're really low, go and have a shower. Yeah. And after, it does something. It livens you think. up. Also, going to, going out and do a good day's
1: work. Or, in my head, what I'm saying is you go out and occupy your head in something else. Yeah. So instead of sitting there and ruminating and you bring yourself down and down and down, and down yeah. go out and do something. Yeah. You know, go, wherever it is, go for a long walk. Go and have a yeah. chat with someone. You do something that's energising and, and can just take your head. Because, you know, depression. You've been nicked a couple of times over the park, haven't you? I have. Just I have. <laughs> yeah. But she, let's not go into that. No, let not going into that. <laughs> He's by the swings again. Yeah, here he is. Look. You know, he's, he's looking through the railings again. That's him. The tall are in the match. Look, he's got two mibbies and a magnum <laughs> in his hands. Look. <laughs> by the swings. Um, so, yeah, um, yeah. I think it's good to to, to occupy yourself. It, it, you know, it's, it doesn't completely lift it, but I think that sometimes if you just take your head away – like, for example, if I go – I don't know about you guys – if I go and see – a film a really good film in a cinema and you get completely sucked into it you forget about yourself for a couple of hours I don't know about you I'll tell you why I can't do do you get that? that's a for me that's a two way thing because I, e- I can either go thinking I'm not in the mood for this and then just be miserable for the entire film without worse. <laughs> worse <laughs> yeah. This is normally the case. Oh, uh, well, that's dispels de- my theory. Or, or sometimes, yeah, no, if it's something that I actually think, oh, this might change my mood, then that's fine. You if, just but if,
0: someone, of... if someone drags me to the cinema, and, against am will. The mood, yeah. I'm yeah, yeah and mood. Should I tell it. you what had happened to go me on. or Ninia? It's a totally thing you, you wouldn't be ready for this one. But as a compulsive overeater, yeah. what happens with us, if we go to the cinema... The food takes over. (laughs) So we go there, really poxed off, to get lost in a film. But we ain't going to get lost in a film. We're going to get lost in popcorn. We're going to get lost in chocolate peanuts and Nachos. Whatever. We We absolutely load up with food. And all we can do sitting there is thinking about getting more and more food down. Not because we're greedy it's because because it ain't even about an hunger it's a craving yeah. to feel that hole Ninia was talking about and we try and fill it with food we sit there and and we're piloting and piloting and we get a bit of the film and hopefully you know Oh, hopefully it'll help, but normally nine times out of ten we're going to come out of there feeling absolutely stuffed, yeah. a thousand times worse than when we. Because of all the sugar and all the nonsense.
1: Because oh, you God. think all all the food at cinema is just full of crap, isn't it? It's yeah, and all- the
0: wor- and the worst thing we can see is all these fat programs on telly where people are like, you know, I'm six hundred pound and got two days to live and all that. That, that. Why are you sitting there watching them? We're eating. Yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> No, why? Because it's yeah. sort of challenging your addiction. Yeah, it is. So, you know, anything that challenges your addiction I think, makes you want to do it more. I don't think people understand. I'm not, I've,
1: Thankfully, touch word, I've never had a problem with overeating. And I'm no. not I'm just saying that to rub it and I haven't. No. I do like my grub and I'm probably carrying a few more pounds than I probably should. But I've never sort of had an issue with like...
0: Well, the biggest reason is, is that when you, if you, you know, if you're an alcoholic, you, you're on gear or whatever you do you can completely abstain from it. Yeah, yeah. Right? Food addiction is the one addiction where you have to dance with the devil three times a day. Yeah, yeah. Because you need no, food to live. absolutely. You yeah. know, imagine asking an alcoholic just to have half a pint three times a day. <laughs> it's like, <you're laughs> no bad. way. Yeah. It's no way. As soon as you're in, you're in. You know, and it's trigger foods and all that. But that's a different situation. But I do think obesity is worth talking about because being the biggest you know, the biggest explosion, the biggest biggest epidemic in the world that they can't control. And I believe what it is, is just it's a it's a physicality um it's a physicality thing that we see these obese people yeah. from depression. Yeah. The reason they're eating is because they are depressed and they're trying to sedate their feelings. Yeah, and of trying, course, that's And it. they're trying to fill that emotional hole. Yeah. And then they get t- large and then it's a cycle. And, and, and then you feel worse. There. And, and, then, then, blah, 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 and yeah. then you start to feel shit. You know, I remember feeling massive. I've got a picture of me. I was 14 stone and I remember that day. I might have been just under 14 stone. I was slim as you like. I was sitting under a tree and holding my daughter, Lauren, There's a picture of me. I would love to look like
2: that, yeah. and
0: I remember that day feeling I don't want to be seen. So I sort of become the monster I envisioned in my in. I can't say. I, envi- I don't. I, envisage. I, I, I don't look at you and think. No, no I don't. No, because you're because, a big fella, but yeah, I don't look at you and think you're, you're no, you know fat or obese yeah, or anything like yeah, you know. Because that, but it's not about it's the way we feel. Like yeah, leaning, no, of course, know. of and course. And people, you know, people say to me, oh, you don't want to lose weight. You know, people, that's why people want you on, you know, the, the, you're, you won't get the parts, you won't get this, you won't, you know, and it's the last thing. It's not about, you know, you don't have to be, a, you don't have to be overweight to be tough or you don't have to be this to be that. And there's loads of people out there who, you know, who are suffering from it and and suffering from, and they're trying to deal with their depression, with food. Yeah. And all it does, it makes things 10 times, 1,000 times worse for me. You know, and I've tried to use food for years. And it works the other way as well. If I eat clean, and I use the word clean, if I eat clean, and that by clean I mean I don't eat processed foods and I take sugar out of my diet and I think... Just being sensible with your food. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just being sensible with my food. The way I feel... It's absolutely I, I I thought I feel really good. And I put it to the test. When I started on Prozac, yeah. I thought I'm on Prozac. I'm not gonna go depressed if I go into a load of sugary food. Yeah. I'll be all right. I'm on Prozac. It's gonna counterbalance. I actually started popping two. Popping a cup <laughs> <laughs> popping a couple and thinking, that's all right. I've got diabetes and i remember. Yeah, yeah. So I'm thinking, right, pop a couple of Prozacs. That'll help to think pop a bit extra on the uh a bit extra on the on the diabetes drug, he has got metformin. A bit bit extra of that, bit extra of that, I'll be sweet as a nut. Nonsense. You know, I was doing it both, and still with the way sugar affects me is that it comes on a few days after, I feel yeah. shit the next day. Yeah. But I believe, and I may have said this before on this show, but I'll say it again because I want to keep drumming at home. I'm not I believe, I know sugar is a depressant. Oh, it
1: is. I promise you that. No, 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 it is. And and we have got a, a, you know, a gross sugar epidemic in this country, especially with kids, because all process, you know, like to, um, fast food, like McDonald's, Burger King, what uh, you yeah. want to do, sweets, all that sort of thing, snacky stuff is just loaded and loaded and loaded with crap and sugar and, and too much salt. And that's why it's addictive. Yeah. Because kids crave that. Not only the flavour, but they crave the feeling it gives them. Yeah. And then when it goes away, they crave it more and then it becomes an issue. So yes, yeah. sugar is absolutely an issue. If I yeah. if I give my kids too many sweets, they'll be climbing the walls and about an hour later they'll both be sitting there, slumps, no energy, feeling crap. Yeah. Because it, you know
0: And I'm not even into crisp, it's funny you nearly mentioned crisp. But I bought two big bags of crisp, supposedly for my wife and daughter yeah. to eat. And uh, I've done them both last night. The two big, the, the family size bags. The big one as a snack, or like, as your tea. No, it's just the snack. It was supposed <laughs> to be one or two crisps, but I just couldn't stop. I just couldn't stop. And of course, I know I've got the depression's going to come on after. Yeah. Because but I just couldn't stop. It's that first compulsive bite. But. um Listen, yeah. I need a quick wee. Can we pause here a minute? Is that all right? I think we should wrap it up. You reckon? Yeah, wrap oh, it up well, on the week. Well, don't we just, don't just run away. Let's just wrap it up I'm and by, then go away. I'm I
1: can't concentrate. Right, okay. I can so, have a shit with the door
0: open. That's lovely. Thanks, nice, mate. So, so Miles has gone to the toilet. And um, to be honest with you, we was going to carry on the podcast with just me and Sam because it hasn't been working out with Miles. he's, well, he's been, it works better this way. Too. It works much better this way. He's trying to hog it. It's more controlled. It's more controlled. It's funnier. It's much funnier. And not only that, I don't even think Miles suffers from depression. (laughs) I think he's just trying to cash in on it. And, um, you know, perhaps Ninia. Ninia. might might work out. Yeah. yeah, so what was you saying, Miles? Great to have you back. I just nipped out to get you a big couple of bags of
1: crisps and watch you eat a lot.
0: <laughs> We're going to laugh. All right, Watch you fill yourself up. So let's wrap the show up, shall we? Coming in, let's wrap it
1: up. Uh, well, thanks everyone for tuning in again, uh, to If You Happen You Know It. And, so, and thanks to Ninia. Uh, it was, so I feel really... Uh, it was lovely to speak to her and I feel really sort of honoured and humbled that she sort of opened up about depression on this show and she's never really done that before no, to anyone. So that's really massively that's flattering a really, really beautiful thing. I'm
0: probably going to take a good idea on Friday. <laughs> 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 but it's worth it just to hear yeah, know, someone else absolutely in the game
1: suffering. And and also, you know, it just, it's just a, a clarion call to everyone really to say that if you're struggling, it's okay not to be okay and just open up about it. Talk to someone about it, you know. Yeah. Don't sit there in silence because there is help out there, and you can get better. So don't don't struggle on your own. But it, it's just not worth it. Yeah. Thanks for tuning in again, and we'll catch up with you very soon. Yeah. Uh, take care, everyone. <laughs> <laughs>